0: Welcome back to the NASCAR series that sound is my mom's lift. And let's see what we'll find today. So just wait waiting for my news to load. Ryan little alone green light checkered finish at virtual. Oh,
1: it is going to be Ryan Luza in front, chased by Garrett Lowe, Conti, Novak, Zelensky, your top five. But who would have ever thought that a Bristol race would end in any way other than a green-white check? It is attempt number one of three as the pace truck dives down it in for Ryan Luza. Green flag in the air, two laps to go.
2: And look at that jump to the outside. Garrett Lowe maintains second. Novak going to try to take third. Gets that launch off of the corner. Side by side, little contact. They'll come by
1: this For it to be official. There it is. White flag of the air. Final time from Bristol. Novak takes third from Conti. The challenge from Garrett Lowe gonna look to the bottom. It is not gonna be enough. And Ryan Luza is gonna go back to back. He steals the win at Thunder Valley. What a run there to the finish, Zach Novak. Like we talked about, Michael Connie not getting a great restart, not able to get to the top. And Zach Novak will put himself on the podium because of it. But Ryan Luza, talk about a run from him. He looks mighty calm for someone who's gone back to back in this series. And especially doing it here at Bristol on the tail end of a green-white checkered. Ryan Luza really was, at least in the second half of the race, the best part of the night. And no one could touch him.
0: That's an exciting finish. 70s, I got a name. The 1970s were a wild and
1: funky time. The world was changing, and society was racing to get ahead by looking out for number one. The me decade. The 1970s was called the me decade because everybody began to focus on what they wanted to do not what the collective wanted to do so it was all about the individual people started looking more inward maybe a little more selfishly than they did in previous decades all about self-expression and suddenly it was okay to be that expressive guys were seeing what was going on and the rest of the and kind of emulating that. So you'd see, you know, the, the sideburns, the long sideburns of the Fu Manchu.
2: The good old Southern boys, like Richard Betty, the king of the stockers, who has updated his image this season with a brand new Fu Manchu mustache.
1: The polyester leisure suits. Look at the bell bottoms.
0: Go, go, and the go, go, printed plaid pants right. and the
1: wraparound sunglasses. I like the best stuff. The flowery shirts, the big collars just things that were out of the ordinary. Kind of the grease monkey, the, the redneck that everybody thought NASCAR was. These guys were popular in the sport and now all of a sudden they were looking like they were trending culturally too because of the clothes they were wearing. They weren't your drivers from the 50s and 60s. They were the mod squad. If I could be born a race car driver in any
0: era, it would be the 70s. You know, that's when... Personalities and drivers became icons, and people started going to the races to see this specific guy.
2: Competing here today will be all the top drivers of the NASCAR tour.
1: The 1970s were the golden age of NASCAR drivers, like David, the Silver Fox Gerson, the Alabama gang, Bobby and Donnie Allison. And of course, the best of the best, other than the king, Richard Penny. I'm talking stars, baby. Woo! Uh, hang on, Rick. Back in your seats, everybody. Driver introductions aren't over just yet. I mean, NASCAR is the land
2: of nicknames. Well, here's an empty pit along Pit Road. it lost to Cuckoo Marlin. But how crazy do you have to be to get a nickname like
0: Cuckoo? Cuckoo Marlin? That's weird. Did he get it from, like, Cuckoo Bird?
1: There's Cuckoo. He pulls out a comb gonna get some ribbing from that. Most nicknames weren't connected to pop culture, but a few were real blockbusters.
2: Last American hero, Junior Johnson. Now here's Cale Yarborough racing with Daryl Waltrip. Both leaders are out of it. The news to ask me what happened.
0: What? I'm doing my podcast, so... Oh, sorry, my dad is being crazy. He even... And put my video in the wrong place. that
2: mouth, tearing up cars.
1: Just when you thought it was safe to wander the track. Even the Premier Series got a nickname in 1971 when it became the Winston Cup Grand National Series.
0: gets a new I'm Jonathan Merriman with
2: breaking news out of the iRacing world. In- NASCAR at Bristol Motor Speedway. This Sunday, the iRacing Pro Invitational Series will switch things up with heat racing. Sunday will consist of two heat races set up as qualifiers ahead of the main event. Coverage will start at 1 p.m. Eastern Time on FS1 and select Fox stations. On Saturday night, iRacing will offer up Saturday Night Thunder from the virtual Bristol Motor Speedway featuring ARC cars. This will also consist of heat races and a main event that is open to drivers racing in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, Truck Series, ARCA Menards Series, Euro Series, and Mexico Series, and will be streamed on enascar.com. No driver from Saturday's race will advance to Sunday's show. For more on the Pro Invitational series and eNASCAR, make sure you visit NASCAR.com.
0: Ooh. I don't know how that's gonna work out. Oh, free sweep. Gentleman sweeped at Texas as well. <coughs> Rex collects caution though
1: <clears throat> at lap number 46, first yellow of the night. And there is a couple of cars on the back straightaway. Malik Ray, I think the first Bullen one got into in the a secondary incident. The 18 of Grand Bowl and just got a piece of that after the wreck happened. That's your leader. So we'll get a second look at this one. It was contact between Malik Ray and Eric Smith, but we talked about the lapped cars being a factor. Ram and your race leader. Look at the damage. He was absolutely nowhere near the wreck when it happened, but when he found the scene, the racetrack was blocked. Tim Terry and he
2: could not avoid it. Check out the onboard shot. This will tell you. Yeah, we'll take a look at this. That high side is blocked, and I, I think you're right. He goes to the inside thinking that that line's going to be there. And he sees that nine car roll down the racetrack and. He's got nowhere to go but into Chris Overland, a tough break (coughs) for Graham Boland, but uh, hopefully gets that car a little bit repaired, a little bit massaged, and uh, back down onto the racetrack as the field begins to double up, and there's another look at it, and Overland begins to roll. He sees what's coming. There's no way for that nine car to really avoid it.
0: That was a good wreck. That was actually a pretty cool wreck. Now, let's take a look at Lugano finding a new a purpose. Like so many in the world right now, NASCAR champion Joey Logano is spending his downtime from racing, figuring out ways to make a positive difference in his community. While, waiting, while home, waiting out, out the COVID-19 pandemic, Logano was kept busy playing with his two-year-old son, Hudson, inspecting time with the expectant wife, Brittany a two-time race winner in the season's first four NASCAR Cup Series races on the track. He also participated in the inaugural NASCAR Ice Racing Pro Invitational Virtual Race two weeks ago at Homestead, Miami. All the while, Logano has said he has been trying to figure out what he could do to help to provide a positive impact during a time of uncertainty you in need. A big picture kind of boost. That's nice. I like it. S- it Remind me of the song by Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and someone else. I like it. I said I like it like that. Didn't I? I said I like it like that. Yeah, that song. Saturday Night Thunder. What is the biggest early surprise outside the top ten? Kyle Bush, 12th right now in standings. Truex Jr. 24. Worse than 19th is William Byron. Oh, yeah. Byron Truex and Kyle Busch have not had the best. Hamlins have been having great runs. But they just don't have any wins, I'm meaning purposely. Hey, I mean, like, Martin Truex Jr., William Byron, Danny Hamlin, and Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch won at Phoenix. Phoenix in this race, he also won. And then, like, many of the other tracks, like, Montana. He would have won, and also at, like, Fontana, he had a good shot at. He didn't have a good, really good shot at, like, Daytona and Las Vegas. I guess, But he did have, like, a realistic shot with top fives at Fontana and Phoenix. And it's back last month of March. Also, comment down in the comment box below what did you do for... Your April Fool's prank, because today is April Fool's. Here's mine. I duct I taped my sister's um entry with um caution tape. Well, my sister put salt and pepper in water, which tasted really gross. But then there was, like, a good one where she put, like, post-it notes around my room, around some areas in my room. Oh yeah. They also say in here, they also suggest Byron won't be down for too long. I agree with that. <laughs> so us also take a let's final thing. Who's avoiding wreck? Make making move for the lead. Number one car, a Steve SaeHan trying to check it
1: up the three wide. And oh, Conti! The disaster, eight car, and they're gonna stay green. Somehow he saved it. That car got hooked on the outside with the one machine. Lusa just did not give him room. And Conti looks a little bit worse for wear there. He looks pretty flustered. I thought that was it. The car essentially wrecked, but he was able to recover it. He doesn't fall worse than third position. But what disaster, Tim. We complimented how Davies and Conti could be easy with each other when they hit the traffic because they were teammates. The second they got a foe in there, Luza squeezed the eight car, and it in the outside ball, and now it has allowed Luza to take over second,
2: and he wants to get up to that 88 machine for the race lead. And if they can clear this lap traffic like they do, Luza may be able to set his sights on Davies. He's had one of the fastest cars on the racetrack the last 15 laps. He's going to move to the inside of Davies. Ryan Luza trying to go back-to-back in this series. He's marched all the way from 10th place, and now he'll take the lead. Ryan loose at the end of 165. Ooh, goes to the top, as you see. the Play with Michael Conti trying to pass Steve Sheehan. If I'm Conti, I'm kind of concerned maybe with some right front wheel damage. You saw him after this wreck here as he slides through and they maintain forward momentum. He was kind of shaking the wheel back and forth, Evan. I'd be concerned with a little bit of right front damage. But the way he's holding traffic, he's still in position number three and holding off Keegan Leahy.
0: The two racing clips, except for the win, all these racing clips from, like, Bristol, pretty good showing. Anyway, I'm going to go now, so see you guys later.